Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris up here on Ben Buckler once again at the office and speaking to you from the office today. It's a beautiful, beautiful sunny day with a very small swell, uh, which is going to be boogie board time for the kids, for me today, which will be as fun as fun. Today, uh, we're talking about the universal laws of nature and we're talking about you are the environment you create. It's all too easy to know things. It's all too easy to think things. But the most important aspect of all of life is the environment you create. Think about the energy around you on a daily basis. Is it pleasant? Now, doesn't matter what you think doesn't matter what you say. If the energy around you is aggressive or disappointed or low, that impacts you, it impacts the world, it impacts your health. So let's begin the year talking about the most important aspect of all human development and leadership creating an environment that matches A with your goals, B matches with your intention, and C helps others to be their best. A dark critical mood disguised under a, ha a laughing pleasant facade doesn't hide from anyone. A judgmental mood on a partner doesn't hide from them, even though we might shower them with gifts and love and affection and sex. At the end of the day, they know how you feel. We know how we each feel. Now, there are some who are good at it, therefore they can label what others feel, and then there are some who are not so good at it, who get confused between what a person says and what's really going on, what, what that person really is going on inside them. The most important thing here is to accept that we are impacted by the environment around us. We don't have a choice. I'm standing here on Ben Buckler today, looking down over the cliff onto these ancient rocks being washed clean every single day by the waves, looking out across the ocean, or I can look down at my feet and see a broken toe, or I can see uh, the uh, broken glass under near, nearby where somebody's thrown a bottle and it hasn't made it across the top of the cliff. I can see a dying tree, a drying branch. I can see concrete holes in the rocks where people have tried to drill a fence and it hasn't lasted the test of time. I can see what I want to see. My environment is really my choices of observation. We are the environment we create, but we're also subject to the environment we witness. Do you see beauty in people or do you see their darkness? Do you see the sadness or do you see happiness? It's an incredible observation that you can have. 
It's an incredible power. I walk along the beach this morning and I could see, if I wanted to, plastic, seaweed, bits and pieces of last night's party from people, or I can see a beautiful ocean looking out there. And that choice as to what I see is not about excluding the dark or excluding the un unacceptable. It is about seeing beauty in it all. Otherwise, we become excluders. Excluders. Excluders try to <clears throat> get away or criticize or condemn others, so they exclude them from their environment. So we're all trying to do this, consciously or unconsciously, to create a better environment for ourselves. But it, for some people, that means being an excluder, excluding. It means that for them, it means looking out across the ocean and going, I'm not going to look at the plastic and the dirty shit all over the beach, or I'm not even going to go to that part of Bondi, or I'm not going to go and meet those people because I'm excluding them from what I call my environment. And these people become weaker and weaker as they grow older and older because they are absolutely conditioned by their own feelings. <clears throat> they have no <clears throat> what you would call accountability for how they feel. They're subject to their environment and they aren't willing to change how they see it. But let's go back <clears throat> to the to the statement we started this with. Today's podcast said, we are the environment we create. And the most important word there was create. We create the environment. So how we see things impacts how we feel about them. And so we can impact our feelings by how we see these things. If you see balance, your feelings will be powerful if you see imbalance like dark or light or heavy or dark or good or bad, your feelings are gone rogue. And once your feelings go rogue, your mind goes rogue. And once your mind goes rogue, you're gone. You're a victim. Practicing this environmental awareness is not about cleaning up plastic from the beach, although that's a beautiful thing to do. Caring for our environment both our office desk, our domestic desk, our kitchen, our backyard, caring for our environment is a reflection of what we're doing internally, mentally and physically, caring for our environment. Are you drinking alcohol? That's not caring for your environment. That's abusing it. Are you consuming more calories than you're putting out in a day? That's not caring for your environment. That's abusing it. And there's no use ranting and raving about what a great person you are for uh, putting your plastic in the plastic bin and cleaning up after your dog shit. If you're toxifying your own environment and faking it for your external one. If you can't see balance everywhere you look, you're faking it. And if you want to be a fake, there's a, a destination where all that ends up, and that's regret. Like all the speakers that'll tell you how to live your life on the internet, don't say, 
where, where their advice is flawed. For example, they'll tell you to be creative, but not tell you to turn that off when you do your finances and be academic and analytical. They'll tell you to be romantic, but then they won't tell you to turn that off when you're leading a business. They tell you to be visionary, but don't turn that off. So you're only going to hear half-truth listening to people that give it to you for free or who aren't subscribed to something that has stood the test of time, which they're not. They're playing with human emotion and the economics that comes as a benefit from it. If you want to be part of that, that's a great thing. That's a choice. Choose your environment. But the most important environment on earth is the one inside your head. There is no environment more profound than that. This year, I was asked to do several keynote speeches in front of audiences, and it was a challenge since the COVID era. I haven't done them as I did before every second day. And it made me question. Sometimes I was asked consciously to lie to the audience, to manipulate them by the person who booked the speaking engagement. I refused and I didn't get the gig. Sometimes I did the presentation and the, the, the audience was happy but the person who booked me wanted me to be more infatuating some aspect of business life even if they knew it was going to corrupt the personal life of the individuals. We must be more astute when it comes to the environment inside our heart and in our mind. If kindness and generosity and compassion and care for others is not front and center, we need to check what we are thinking and how we are thinking so that environment within us is genuine, authentic, real. Instead of being angry and bitter and disappointed and frustrated with how people are behaving, we need to be more focused on finding an environment within us that's sustainable. A loving environment in your mind does not have to be in conflict with making a profit in business. A loving environment and a kind environment in your mind, in your heart, does not have to be in conflict with winning a game of soccer or a football or a bike ride. You don't have to go to extremes. You don't have to be a Zen monk or a vegetarian or something polarized. You can be normal as long as the environment within your heart, within your mind and the environment without, around you, without you, is under your control. The fastest way to change a human being is change their environment. This is Chris. You have a beautiful day. Bye for now.